0: Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 163, I'm Brando, I'm here with Ryan, and we're going to continue the arc of the new year and new blue by talking about a Voltron Enchantress deck. Now, hit our theme song! Hey Ryan, we're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good, what's going down? Whole ton is going down, we're going to talk about a very tip, or a topical... Archetype in Commander, uh, but in our CCO way in the arc of New Year, New Blue. We're going to thank some patrons. We're going to talk about a deck giveaway, but before we get to any of that... We got to thank our official
1: sponsors, face-to-facegames.com. They're Canada's biggest Magic store. Oh, very much so. And I'm pumped for the Face-to-Face Open Saturday, February 1. We're going to be there. Sounds like a lot of the CCO dude bros are going to be there. It's going to be a good time. Side events popping? Hell yeah. Beers after? Absolutely. Oh, 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 oh. oh baby. What decks are you going to bring? Uh, I don't know yet. Oh. Me neither. I haven't decided. I'll probably just bring PrimaCon and just get stomped all day in four hour games because he doesn't have a win <laughs> condition.
0: <laughs> I'll probably bring Torbrand because I think I'm going to have a bunch of cards I need to pick up for him. Oh, yeah. So we'll, I'll probably bring him along. And um, You mean cards that you already own four copies of, but they're not foil? That's right. Oh. That's exactly right. How do you right, do Ryan. that to yourself? <laughs> actually, there's like one that I need in foil, and the rest of them are actually new things. I'm not going to spoil it. The surprise. Of what I'm getting for him, but it's I think it's going to be going to be good.
1: Oh, yeah. oh well, we we you know what we didn't spoil anything on the pre-show yesterday, but I did forget my hint and I said, oh, where where in the notes on the pre-show? I was like, where in the notes is my hint? Yeah, the big yellow highlighted, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I highlighted it. So the hint was today's commandy flavorfully related to my first ever commander deck. Now, super savvy listeners are going to know.
0: Ooh. they're going
1: to know that my first ever commander deck was Baron Master Wizard from Urza's Saga, right? Right. See, I don't even remember that. And I was there. Today's commandy, Rain Academy Chancellor. How are they related? Husband and wife. Ooh. Yeah, give her a read.
0: All right. Rain Academy Chancellor is a 1-1 for blue two human wizard legend. I don't know if she's human. She's
1: probably a human wizard. I don't know. We could... Whatever. She's a
0: human wizard. Let's just pretend. You can Google it if you want. Whenever you or a permanent you control becomes the target of a spell or ability controlled by an opponent, you may draw a card.
1: If she is enchanted, you may draw another card. Whenever anything we control is the target of a spell or an ability an opponent controls. You or anything. Yeah. So if we get bolted or our creature gets bolted.
0: Yep. You start drawing cards.
1: If she's enchanted, you're going to draw dubs cards. And for the record, she is a human wizard. I just looked it up. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) Okay, yeah, I thought it was just her. So it is anything we control while she's on the B, and she costs blue two? Yes. So you can get her out relatively early. Sol Ring gets her out on turn two, right? You could hypothetically,
0: looking at the, the rest of the deck, which we'll get to in a bit, you could hypothetically, if you do land Sol Ring on turn one, you could play her and get your deck strategy underway on turn two.
1: There it is. Well, you know what? We don't always like to judge the merits of a deck based on turn one Sol Ring. Definitely not. But, I mean, this could be one of those instances where... Soul Ring into your commander is the most powerful play in the deck. Lots of decks it isn't, but some decks it is.
0: Yeah, sometimes you got to just think about that turn one uh, Sol Ring where your hand is so good and you're going to just be popping off and beating the shit out of everybody in the world as long as you draw a mountain and then you go 10 turns drawing nothing but basic lands and not a single fucking mountain. That happened yesterday. Oh. That happened to me <laughs> yesterday. And I got one of those moral victories. You know how I like to claim moral victory. Yeah, no. Where I, uh, I killed, victory. I killed everybody at the table, but doesn't I lost count. because eh, it doesn't matter because ether flux reservoir. Oh,
1: maybe it does count if you...
0: Uh, that a hundred percent counts when it's I won the game, but I lost because I can't win because as soon as I try to win, I get 50'd. It doesn't matter so, that I could have killed everybody. So the what?
1: Same what you mean is w- there was somebody at fifty, and you're claiming that you won? <laughs>
0: No, I could have won. I had enough damage on the table to kill everybody.
1: Oh, no, but it was but like I as kill- soon as you change phases, like yeah. you pass priority to go to combat, then you're just going to get 50 So instead of
0: doing that, I killed the other two players and scooped because I won, but I couldn't win because I didn't have a grip in my hand.
1: I heard it was your favorite card.
0: K-grip? No. <laughs> Ether Flux I- Reservoir. <laughs> I would never say that it should be banned because it shouldn't be, but I am totally in favor of never seeing that card
1: ever. That's real life. Yeah, it's just it's a hard card to win against as soon as it's online, right? Yeah, and it's... because nobody just has fifty life kicking around to get 50'd. But the Ether Flux player always has fifty life to fifty somebody. Yeah, and if you go above fifty, they fifty you. You know what? This deck would might be a good deck for Ether Flux, right? Because it's got a whole bunch of really cheap enchantments we we're talking you said enchantress in the intro it is topical because a lot of new enchantments were just printed this this deck i'm looking like at the enchantment section one drop two drop two drop one drop enchantments you mean you could either flux those yeah you mentioned some patron shout outs i did we've got some Ooh. Ooh. so patreon.com slash cco podcast helps you help the show Helps the show grow, helps us do things like playmats and stickers and all the great things, website hosting fees, all of those things. Also gets us to events where you can hang out and play games with us. Very much so. Big shout out to James Clare. Two first names, sort of. Hmm, so we gotta give him a last name. James Clare Brzezinski? James Clare Brzezinski. Yeah. That's it. Welcome to CCO Nation. Thank you for the support. Also, f you, f you indeed, sir. Next shout out. Also, kind of two first names, huh? Josh Edwards. Now it sounds more like a last name because there's an S on the end. Eh, that's true, hey. But you still got to give him a last name. What oh, Danza? Josh Edwards Danza. Yeah, He's I like the boss. those. I like those inis- initials. It, it would be Jed. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. Jed Danza. (laughs) (laughs) That would make his name Josh Edwards Danza Danza. Yeah. Jed Danza. (laughs) Welcome aboard. Thank you very much. F you. Agreed. I don't know why anybody wants those, but here we are. But we appreciate it. Extra shout out today. Ooh. Today's deck list is actually a patron submitted deck list that I got because... Our good friend Ben, he goes by Haribo on Patreon and Discord. Sure. Sent us the list. He wanted me to check it out and we're gonna set up a altered art commission for
0: Rain. Are you gonna paint her to look like Rain from Mortal Kombat? I don't know that's a guy, but whatever.
1: Uh nope but no. that would be a good idea. <laughs> I don't typically do stuff like that, but what we were thinking, because there's an Eldrazi conscription in it, maybe some tentacles in some...
0: Now, you shouldn't advertise that you're doing that because there is still that squid running around there and people still that want squid.
1: that. squid. That's right. I have been requested uh, a couple anime-style squiddy, tentacly-type alters. Some as jokes, some as real life. I did turn them down, just <laughs> FYI. I opened a foil uh, tentacle token I yesterday. I seen that you got you kind of got destroyed on super packs, but until oh. the very last card in the pack. Yes. What did you get? You got because you, you got two packs, right? Yeah, well, I got I actually opened three
0: on the day. My first one I just got totally rolled. I got nothing good. Like so, was, of
1: course you go back to the to the watering hole to get more. Well, right? I was
0: sitting there like you know they're probably going to be sold out right away because they all have the double full art Nix lands in them. And like, so you're getting some value long-term out of them. So I'm thinking, you know what? These probably are going to be gone by next week. I'll just go buy another one. I can't super really swing it, but I'm going to do it guy didn't even wait to open them on YouTube to do open flippy boxing rounds of super packs. Well, in my head, I was thinking, what if I open something good I can like trade up into more packs, right? So I'm like open it and I'm just getting rolled again. Like, oh, it just, like, like
1: bad. It was bad. Like, oh. you got the cards, like all flavor text.
0: Oh, yeah. All flavor text foil cards. I got the card that finds the shitty Elspeth from the Planeswalker deck. <laughs> and it
1: wasn't even foil.
0: Duh. Like, holy crap. <laughs> and the last card in the pack is Extended Art. Alternate Art, Foil, Elspeth. Oh. so Oh, that felt so good. So I went back into the store, and I traded it for another super pack, and I opened that one, and I got totally fucking rolled. Until the last card, and then I got an extended art, alternate art, foil, Ashiok.
1: In the same pack was a non-foil version of the Planeswalker deck Ashiok, which is also more expensive than the foil one that comes in the Planeswalker deck, too. <laughs> so you actually had a good couple packs. Yes, yeah, so
0: I made it okay. I got the lands that I wanted. I still need three forests as of this recording, but I think I can find those pretty easily, given how many of them are going to be floating around.
1: And uh, yeah, so... I did okay. You know, we'll do a post on Twitter. Maybe people can post like a CCO or an FU emoji in the comments for for anybody who who totally got rolled on their super packs. Or people can show off their slick pulls from their super packs. Oh, so we'll do one on Twitter
0: today. That'd be sick. That's a good idea. Actually, our buddy, um, oh, I gotta remember his name, Lloyd. Opened, <laughs> he, did you hear about this? No. He opens one and he opens it in front of me and Aaron in the store. And he's like, he's a pretty chill dude. Like, yeah. He's He's pretty like, yeah, like he's real quiet and stuff. And he's... And he's getting rolled just as bad as me. Hey, it's like flavor text, basic land, basic land. Like just regular basic land, not the next ones. Yeah, not the next ones, basically. Got like two basic lands, a bunch of non playable commons and shit, no good uncommons, like non foil thing that found finds the shitty planeswalker, ashiok, foil extended art, that cat. It's worth like a dollar.
1: So terrible, and
0: then I don't even remember what the other rare was. Like it was it's
1: flushes, thirty it was, bucks down the drain. It was brutal. I would have rather just drank drain or to flush myself. <laughs> <laughs> the the the
0: analogy that I used is like that was like wipe like. You took a shit, and instead of wiping your ass with the money, you just flushed the money down the toilet, and then wiped your ass with the toilet paper and flushed it again, <laughs> thereby wasting both your money and like that little bit of extra money on that double flush. That's it. <laughs> like it's so bad. Oh man. Oh, super packs, hey. That's it. They're lots yeah. of fun, hey. But... They they are. You they're premium fun, but they premium are. fun. Yeah. yeah, it's like
1: going to Vegas and spending money at the wrong. Establishments
0: Exactly. Exactly. You're getting that premium experience, but you're
1: paying through the butthole for it. Should, should we talk about some other stuff? Yeah, for sure. You know, I want to talk about one more thing. We forgot to mention last week our Patreon sign-up gift for this arc. Oh, yeah. So we've got a couple options. And I totally volunteered you for one of them. Sweet. You just didn't know that yet. Oh, okay. So... We always want to think of ways to give back or show a little token of our appreciation when somebody pledges. So that's Old why tokens. we do the 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 stickers or the the token alters or the funny brando alters kind of as a as a thank you and they go out once a month at the end of the month or whatever, right? So I can do them all at once. This is what I was thinking. I contact everybody to say thank you. If anybody wants to at that time commission a altered art piece, that helps me out for my actual normal job. Sure. And any new patrons can receive a discount on those for their first altar after they become a patron. So that's great. But if they're not quite into that, we can send them CCO sticker pack like we did last arc. Sure. Or funny Brando altar. Ooh. Which I tell you, I get all the time. When people ask me about, how do you do this? How do you, how do you alter this? What marker should I use for this? I got this funny Brando altar. Everybody talks about your alters at our FNM. And I'm like, come on, guys. Get, get me to do them, please. I'm just like shaking in my boots. I'm spinning around inside my shirt. it's like tilted into another galaxy. It's just, yeah. no. So Jay was telling me about like this funny Cranko altar you did when you, you tap the Cranko. He's got a knife and he like stabs other cards. Like, what yeah. the <laughs> so, any new patrons, if you're into the funny brand of alters, they, they are actually funny because he puts some thought into them. <laughs> but if you're not into altars, of course, stickers, or you could get a discount from an actual altar from myself.
0: Yes. All, <laughs> so I, all, I all in good to, fun.
1: Just wanted to throw <laughs> that out there because we forgot last week. I
0: dig it. Also, our deck giveaway. Should we talk about that real oh, fast? Oh, yeah. It's the Mi- Mystic Influence. Mystic Intellect. Mystic Intellect. It's the one with Pramicon and the side
1: Extortionist in it. It's and last Savine, year's. you know, he's like the best commander ever. And Elsha, she's a CEDH commander. So you're getting some good stuff. Yeah. You're getting some of that value. And if you,
0: I don't know, if you post on our Twitter post we talked about. Yep. With your six super pack pulls or regular pack pulls if you want to share them with us. Get at us on social media. Share any of our giveaway texts or posts. Help the show grow in any way. We'll get you entered in to win that deck. Also, we have our $25 face-to-face games.com com. Credit that we give away, if you tag us and them in a post on social media, check out one of Ryan's articles or anything on their site. Let them know that they made a wise decision in picking us up. You can be entered to win a $25 credit from the website. The only caveat to that is you need to have an account on the website to credit.
1: That's it. Oh, way to roll it all into one clean package. Thanks. I love a good clean package. Yeah, me too. Can't believe I said that, but Don't here Google we it. are. Yep, <laughs> It is where we have ended up. Deck?
0: Deck. Alright, Rain, Academy,
1: Chancellor. 1-1 for 3. If your opponents try to F with any of your stuff, you draw a card. She's enchanted, we draw 2 cards.
0: So it's a... Enchantress deck. Yeah. It's also, turns out, kind of a Voltron deck.
1: Yeah, and we're going to see some mighty fine ways to either control the board or beat wholesale ass.
0: I like both of those things. Yes. Yes. This deck is very reminiscent for me. I talked about it on the pre show of an old uh, Uriel the Mist Stalker deck. Oh, yeah. Now, when I had it, Tuck was still a thing. Ooh. Remember when Tuck was still <laughs> around? So, like, I'd play Uriel, he'd get Tucked, and now my game's over. Yeah. Unless I drew my Worldly
1: Tutor. So that's why I don't have Uriel
0: the Mist Stalker anymore. So seeing this, it's like it's the exact same deck, basically, but it's blue.
1: Yeah. It's and like, you wow. know what? You know what? I like that it's blue, and we're doing the new arc, or arc of New Year, New You, because traditionally, Voltron decks. Like, what do you think of when you think of Voltron?
0: I think of giant, stompy creature.
1: What, or sorry, what color, what colors in magic do you think of?
0: Oh, green, white, red.
1: Green, white, red, because you had your Uriel. I think of black and red for things like multiple combat phases, double strike, and things like hatred or unspeakable symbol where you can just pay life to kill somebody. Yeah, that's, a that's thing. what I think of. Yeah, both are both are, oh, that's basically the same thing. Yeah. Big, giant effing dudes. That just swing in and one shot somebody, whether it be for 40 with maybe multiple attack steps or 21 commandy. Yeah. Okay, so that's what we're going to do, but we're going to do it in blue. Go figure.
0: We're going to start with the creatures as we are wont to do. We're going to go reverse order because on this website
1: that makes it way easier for me to scroll through them. We're going to start with Willbender. Not the most Voltron y of things, <laughs> no. but willbender of course is a morph creature you can flip it face up for blue and one and you can t- change the target of a spell or ability right correct it's a one one it's a human wizard so we do have a riptide lab- laboratory which lets us bounce wizards to our hand great for our commander great for willbender and we're going to see multiple instances of misdirection or swerve type effects that redirect stuff does Sakura tribe elder
0: target no. Oh, that sucks. Wouldn't that be awesome? I'm yes. gonna sack my Steve. Thanks for
1: the island, asshole.
0: <laughs> yeah, but
1: you know what? Something to keep in mind. Remember you're talking about Krosan gripping a ether flux. Yeah. You can morph a creature in response to a split second card. Split second card, because morphing it doesn't use the stack. You just pay mana as a mana ability and you change the state of the card. And that allows you to morph it. Change the target of the K grip to maybe your artifact land and I get to keep my ether flux reservoir get wrecked noob. Ooh. All right, moving right along. We have a tribute mage. Yeah, this is our I think it's our only tutor. It's a again, human wizard. Gotta get advantage, gotta take advantage of that Riptide Lab, right? Yeah, man. Three drop two two. Search for a two drop artifact.
0: Into your hand, shuffle your shit. Yeah.
1: We'll we'll see what you find with that. Later on in the show. Yeah. We're going to Thassa, God of the Sea. Ooh, this is old Thassa. This is a 5-5 five, five, when your devotion to blue is 5 or greater for 3 mana, so pretty good rate it's there. a great rate. Indestructible, As, too. Very much so. At the beginning of your upkeep, Scry 1, excellent. And blue 1, target creature you control, becomes unblockable, right? Yeah. Oh. That's some shit in a Voltron deck, eh? Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. Uh, how about Thassa's Oracle? This is new. I, You know what? The other reason I chose this deck because it's got two or three cards from Theros Beyond Death, yes. which is another reason why it's topical. So this is a Merfolk Wizard. So, again, Riptide Lab. Yeah. You can take advantage of these ETBs. 1-1 one, one, Merfolk Wizard. When it enters the battlefield, you look at the top X of your library, where X is your devotion to blue, and you put any number of them into... You can put them back in any order. How does it work? Just read it. I don't know. When
0: Thassa's Oracle enters the battlefield, look at the top X cards of your library where X is your devotion to blue. Put up to one of those cards on top of your library and the rest on on the bottom of your library in a random order. If X is greater than or equal to
1: the number of cards left in your library, you win the game. Oh, so we can reorder the top of our library, put the ones that we don't want chuck them you put one on top everything yeah.
0: else goes on the bottom. yeah
1: so it doesn't draw us cards but it gives us what we want according to how many pips we have
0: it filters a draw or wins you the game
1: now this is the scourge in cdh now apparently this
0: is the thing that's like oh now we have to ban flash hulk yeah because turn zero wins weren't good enough before because <laughs> now there's this other thing i feel like you have to work really hard for it. like i don't pay a lot of attention to cdh combos and i'm probably making a lot of people really mad But I don't get how this thing is the thing that broke it wide open.
1: This has an ETB that just happens. And it's all encompassed inside the enter the battlefield ability. So you don't have to do a thing and then do another thing. This just says do all that stuff and then you win. So it gives your opponents only one opportunity to to respond collectively they have i guess not collectively but they have one opportunity to respond instead of a couple okay and this is a little bit of a a tighter package with protean hulk where you can find this and your spell seeker to find your demonic consultation and you find a blood pet you sack the blood pet to get black cast the demonic consultation name a card that's not in your deck get rid of your whole deck then this will trigger all at the same time now that'll get you there. Yeah, that'll get you there. And that'll happen. Yeah. And it's like flash you know what? On the flash hulk thing, you know what we're going here just for one second. Sure. As people who were flash hulked at the last
0: event that we went to.
1: Which is fine because yeah. we had that conversation, right? Yeah. We knew we were playing against the guy that was playing like Thrasios and Timna, fast.deck, C-E-D-H. I sat down with Animar, you sat down with Stax Norn to try and stop both of us. Like mm-hmm. it was fine, right? Yeah. But I don't like I don't think it should be banned. I've literally had Flash cast against me one time ever. I've seen Protean Hulk, since it's unbanning, do a lot of broken stuff on yeah. decks that don't have Flash. I think that maybe that card's the problem. And at the same time, like, Flash, Bearer of the Heavens, where you just, like, two mana Flash, Bearer of the Heavens, don't pay its mana cost, reduced by two, it dies, destroy all permanence, right? Mm-hmm. Flash into... Nyx, Bloom, Ancient, like triple my mana, pay its casting costs with my f- mana that I have left over. Now I have a 5-5 five, five that triples my mana on turn one. I- I- I'm-, I'm listing things that are broken that I've never actually seen happen. Like, I don't think Flash is the problem. But I don't I think, think Flash that, is the I issue. I think that either. Hulk is the problem because it tutors for three or four or five or ten cards. Yeah. Whew. And puts them into play. Yeah, It tutors the play. for them into
0: play. Like, it's... 100% Protean Hulk is the problem yep,
1: yep. Jesse Jesse does Protean Hulk on turn like 4 or 5 or whatever and searches for 2 or 3 aristocrats and then like every single 0 drop in magic and just lets them all die immediately and then he, he maybe like does a Twilight's Call or something to get them all back and then he lets them die immediately again and he just aristocrats you to death that's what he does with Hulk and it doesn't even play Flash and it's because it's fast in the Slimefoot deck that has like every tutor because it's green and black. Like I don't think that Protean Hulk should be banned again, but I think that it's the problem. Yeah, the unbanning of Protean Hulk is what allowed that whole thing to happen. And what if the- Protean Hulk didn't exist and everybody just played stacks decks that, or or like hard mass land destruction decks with Bearer of the Heavens? <laughs> it's like it's like an eleven drop or a nine drop or something that when it dies you destroy everything, right? What if it was? What if instead of Flash Hulk it was Flash Bearer of the Heavens? And everybody was like, "Oh, it's bearer of the heavens. It makes games unfun, right?" Well, it does. Why aren't they saying that about about Hulk now? Yeah, I don't know why they're picking on Flash instead of Hulk. I, I guess Flash is the thing that gets you everything. The, my point is, I never see Flash. I've never. I I know I'm, I'm not a CEDH connoisseur 100 percent of the time, and I I'm not the end all be all in terms of commander experience. And I certainly don't make the rules, but I don't know. I think they're both fine and I've never seen Flash and Hulk is a greater offender without Flash. And so. I used to play Flash Hulk, so <laughs> there's, that's a thing. That's that's the today's aside. Let's get back to yeah, the day. All right, we got a Spell sky. Spell guide. Speaking of CEDH. Yeah. This is a 4 for two. You could pay a Phyrexian blue mana to change the target of target spell or ability. To Spellskite. Sometimes it's a good thing, and you get to draw a card. Or two. Oh, yeah. With, cool. with your rain, you change it to Spellskite, and you draw a card off of that. Mm-hmm. For the good. cost of two life, you just, like, draw a card. Or two. Yeah, that's the second time. You know what? I didn't think of that with Willbender. You could change a whatever to your Willbender when you morph it, and then you draw a card. Yeah. That's why those are in there. That's very cool. Oh, uh, We have a Sword of Temptation. That's a fairy wizard. 2-2 flyer for four. You can, when it enters a battlefield, you steal a creature till it dies.
0: It was a high-priced card that was put into a regular-priced booster pack, and now it costs two bucks. It's a good card. Sweet. I like it. Rue Water Shaman. That
1: is a 2-2 for three. Gives your auras flash. Yes. Speaking of flash, yeah, it gives your auras flash.
0: Uh, speaking of protean, we have a protean... Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> a protean Thumaturge? <laughs> this is from Theros. I actually have a foil one if anybody needs. Ooh. I kind—I
0: think I kind of want it.
1: Really? This I is the clone so. from the set. Remember you said there isn't a clone? And this is we, it. Then I found it. That's why I want it. Yeah. Well, I have it in foil. Excellent. So this is a 1-1 human wizard. There you go for two. Constellation. Whenever an enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, you may have Protean Thumaturge. Sure. Become a copy of Target Creech. Okay. I like those resettable clones. I think those are really cool. And and it keeps that constellation ability, though. So it, yeah. it becomes a copy of a creature, but you can make it something else when you cast another enchantment. It can
0: change it to something else. Because sometimes you have like a clone or whatever and you hold it in your hand and there's like you want to play it because you need a thing. But there's nothing that you know better stuff is going to happen eventually, so you maybe hold the sandbag it a little bit. Whereas with this thing, you can play it on turn two, and it hangs out, and it does whatever, and then it turns yeah, into something Yeah, yeah, cool, you know what, you
1: can, it... you can do the little, as long as your enchantments or your auras have shroud, sorry, flash, like they would with that last card we just read you could make this guy into something activate an ability flash in another enchantment to make him something else like the mirage mirror trick Ooh, you could do that i like i don't that. know if that would behoove us in any way or we have activated abilities in the deck we'll have to press on Ooh. how about a mizium meddler that is a vodalkan wizard one four for three with flash when he enters battlefield you can change the target of speller ability to him that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's like another wizard that is going to will bend. And draw you some cards. Yes. I like this. Clever impersonator. Yeah, I think we played this one last week, right? Sure did. This is, this is the first of a couple that we played last week. This week we are going to copy the best thing on the battlefield instead of copying a seven dwarf, right? Correct. Yeah.
0: And it copies the best thing on the battlefield. Oh, didn't I say that? No, you did not. Oh. <laughs> it's, a, it's a clone for Blue Blue 2. comes into the copy of any non-land permanent.
1: There it is. Very good. Uh, Chasm Skulker, we played him last week, too. Oh, yeah. This is whenever you draw a card, you put a plus one on it. When it dies, you get a squid for each one one that was on it. And I think whenever anything gets targeted, we're going to draw a card if we have our commandy, And we are going to just draw a ton of cards, make a big, big that gets us tokens when it dies. Dig it. Good include. Good include mostly in any deck because it's a like a great card.
0: Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Last creature is a... Kalafi, beloved of the sea
1: yeah this is a little bit of a weird include so it's a star three where star is your devotion to blue for blue blue one so it's a it's a two three to start creatures and enchantments you control have spells and abilities your opponents control that target permanence you control Costs one more to cast,
0: so it discourages people from targeting your stuff.
1: How are we going to tar- draw cards if it costs more mana for our stuff to get targeted?
0: Like, I understand like the not wanting your stuff to get targeted, but in this deck, you want your stuff to get targeted. That's right. So it's weird. Yeah, it's I don't I want to call it a non bow but it's it's a little weird. It's a it's a ninergy, a non-synergy. <laughs> I think I just made that up. I, you definitely did, but I like it. I'm fine with it. Okay, let's let's keep going with it. Let's uh, hit some instants. Sure. I'm sure everybody can figure out why this one's here. It's redirect. Yeah, it changes a target of a spell to our stuff. I love that art. Ah! I, the guy's like running. And when you can see like the fireball coming out of his like scepter or whatever, and then going off of the screen and then coming back around behind and chasing him. him. Yeah, like it's off awesome. screen, it comes back around and gets him. Yeah. It'll be funny to like paint that guy who so looks like Ryu from Street Fighter. <laughs> and then make the fireball look like his little Hadouken. That'd be very funny. Excellent. All right, we got a reality
1: shift. That's from last week, too. Yeah, reality shift, rapid rapid hybridization, and Pongify. Those are all things that I thought might be better served as counter spells. So if our stuff gets targeted and it's going to die, we can counter it and still draw the card. But we could actually target our own stuff and be left over with a 3-3 frog lizard or monkey or whatever. Yeah. And still draw the cards. So... But they also double as removal spells, so those are the first ones where it's like, oh, we could cast them on your thing or our thing. Get rid of your thing, or get a three-three and draw a card. Yeah, some of the wizards are pretty small. Like once your willbender's kind of done the willbendering
0: thing, he's just a one-two. So you could draw a card, smoke him, and turn him into a three-three. Not terrible. It's not the worst idea.
1: Yeah, it's not the worst idea. I think that you probably want to use it on, like, a, an opponent's flying blocker if one of our enchantments gives flying. Sure. And then they're left with a frog on the ground. Versatility is the name of the game. Yeah. Name. All right, next up, we've got a piracy charm. Oh, this is a charm, so it's going to be modal. Choose one for just a blue. Target Creech gains island walk? <laughs> sure. sure. <laughs> or, until end of turn, target creature gets... Plus two, minus one, so gets rid of, like, X ones, or buffs our commander, or target player discards a card. That's a weird one. That's a strange... I'm not sure why that one's in there. Maybe we'll come to that, but I don't... Can we... Ta- can We can't target ourselves to discard a card, then draw a card? No, because no. it has to be an opponent with rain. Yeah, like, yeah. it
0: doesn't draw us any cards. If you just target rain with it, it kills her, and, I mean, maybe it's Unless there for... she's buffed. Maybe it's there for island walk? Not terrible.
1: It makes it unblockable if they have islands. That's that's a thing. Let's keep going. We got misdirection. Oh, exactly what it sounds like. You may just dis- you, you change the target of a spell. Okay, cool. But you can cast it for free if you exile a blue card from your hand. Neat. Maybe you just ex- maybe the maybe the piracy charm is just in there to exile to uh, misdirection. That's <laughs> got to be it, right? The, oh, what
0: do I choose? What do I choose? Oh, I have piracy charm. Get the out of here.
1: Yeah, that's why it's in the deck. I right, would hubris. Hubris. Return target creature and all auras enchanted on it to their owner's hand. That's clearly there to save your stuff. Yeah. Your your commander's enchanted. They go to like exile it, and you draw two cards, and you hubris. Everything goes back to your hand.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want to do that to your opponent ever. No. No. You want to just boomerang it because yeah. then all those auras go away. That's right. Yeah. All right. We have a fumble. Same thing, right? No, wait, no, uh, hang on a second. Return to our creature to its owner's hand. Gain control of all auras and equipment that were attached to it and attach them to another creature. That's way better than hubris. Oh,
1: there we go. Unless we only have one creature.
0: Yes. Sure. Sure. But then you can get all their shit. Yes. Like if you're playing my Tana the Butt Sower deck and i got to load it up with all the swords. All Ooh, of them. Maybe. baby. Oh, that could be a, Yeah, Yeah, I like that. Heaping, helping, or hurting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We got an enchantment alteration it's from Urza block. It's got to be broken. Oh yeah, hundred percent blue to move an enchantment from one creature to another, or from one land to another. I um, yeah, I'm sure, whatever. You know what? Somebody's playing that that Utopia sprawl or that Wild Growth or whatever, and we wanna we wanna be the green player, but we're playing blue. This is our new way to play blue. We do it like green does. And we just <laughs> we just steal their Wild Growth. That's fine. That's that's actually pretty cool. I like that. Oh, can you imagine? You you go you go forest wild growth. I go island enchantment alteration. Take your wild growth, put it on my island. <laughs> oh, I don't know if wild growth has to enchant a forest, but just pick whatever one doesn't need to enchant a forest. Yeah, oh, that's good. I like that. All right, we got blink of an eye. This has some art on it. Yeah, I don't wow. want to know what blinking an eye looks like on certain websites on on the nope, internet. But... Do not do not this is return target non-land perm to its owner's hand. If this spell was kicked, draw a card. And its kicker is blue one, cost is blue one. So a total of four, you can bounce something and draw a card. Kind of like Into the Royal from Zendikar, right? Is this not Is this not Into the Royal? Uh, yeah, I it's, guess.
0: It's just the exact same card with better art?
1: Well, they had to give it a different name because Royal is specific to Zendikar, I think, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, I dig it. But I'm just making sure that it is like, it's a functional reprint. I
1: think... Think so? If you if you need into the royal or blink of blink of an eye, just know that they both exist. I guess. Yeah, they both do basically the same thing. All right, we have Aetherize. I like this one. Return all attacking creature to their owner's hand. So that that a lot of the times is like a a cyclonic rift just for your opponent, right? Yeah. Where they're elfing you with their token army or like their five huge dudes, and then you're just like, yeah, Aetherize get bent.
0: Yeah, ruined. Yeah. Also, it has our girl Hannah ship's navigator on there. Oh yeah, that's pretty sick. Let's do some sorceries. There's a big suite of them. Oh baby. Start with Rite of Rep. Played Ooh, that last week. Yeah,
1: that's right. That's right. So we could could we um we could like kick this and put five copies of something that changes a target into play and then just like bounce the target around to like a whole bunch of different things. Yeah. Is that I don't know if that matters at all, but hundred percent you could do that, I think. You could because you just put all the triggers on the stack for your guy that when he ETBs you change a target. Oh, dude, that'd be sick. It would be sick if something benefited us from that. I don't know if there is anything... When you draw ten cards, it's pretty good. But we control the thing, though. Oh, it's good. yeah, yeah right? you're
0: right. Yeah, that sucks.
1: Yeah. Never mind, yeah, that doesn't work. So it's kicker of five, you can put five things into play, or it's four mana to put one thing into play. I, I guess like, it a still, to, like a token copy.
0: I guess it still gets you, like, five of the best thing in play. Yeah. So that's, that's a thing. And next, the last sorcery,
1: we have a Curse of Swine. Ooh, blue blue X, exile X, target creatures... For each creature, the controller gets a 2-2 green pig. You don't see that very often, hey? No. That's a spell you don't see very often. It's good. Yeah, I I think you don't see it, A, because Rift. Yeah. Evacuation is instant speed, and you can craft around that as to not take damage. Etherize, and also the one that bounces all non-serpents, octopuses, krakens, and leviathans. What's that one called? whelming wave. Mhm. Yeah. Curse of the swine is very blue removal, right? Yeah. It's pinpointed and it, like it gets shit like yesterday. Or it's mass. Like if you got 10 mana kicking around, you can bounce eight things. It's not bounce, it's get rid of them. Oh yeah, that's right. You remove right. them from the game. Like yeah. you can get rid of that
0: like fuck your Ulamog. Ooh, yeah. yeah. And and all your cards stay in your graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> Dude Yesterday, somebody played show and tell on us on turn two. No, in EDH. In EDH, they show and tell. You know what I got?
1: What? You know what I got? Guess. Oh, it's oh, Oh, what deck were you playing?
0: Noran. Oh. Oh.
1: Dang it. I don't know. Um,
0: a, a top. You, of all the things that could have. Been, a top.
1: you Like a Sensei's Divining sensei's Top? Sensei's Divining Top. What do they get? Ulamak.
0: Oh, Oh, that seems good. <laughs> No, wait, they got Kozilek. First time they played it, they got Kozilek. Then they played a Eternal Witness. Yes. Got the fucking show and or er, show and tell back. Played it again. Then he got a dual MOG. And I got a mountain. Oh. Oh, that was bad for me.
1: Yes. <laughs> cool. Because there's so many cool things I could have got in Norn right? But Well, don't. you know what the thing about the thing about those I'll call it Stacks Light Deck, I've called it in the past. There's nothing that is so top end crazy powerful that that it's going to swing the game in your favor, but the, the floor, the basement floor of the deck is so high because, like, all the cards are, like, good cards. Yeah. Right? There's nothing that's going to swing the game in your favor, but you're going to get something unless you only have a mountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: all right. We've talked about all of the really blue stuff. Let's talk about some enchantments. Some
1: brown stuff. <laughs> or gray, no, depending no. on we what get, year it was printed.
0: Now we get to those later. Oh. Yeah, we haven't done the enchantments yet. This is an enchantress deck, Ryan. Oh, yeah. We haven't talked about a single enchantment. (laughs) Okay. Or should we do the artifacts first? Let's do the artifacts first. Let's do the artifacts first. We've got a Thought Vessel, a soul Ring, a Sapphire Medallion, a
1: Mind Stone, and a Midnight Clock. Those are our rocks. I think I counted five rocks in the deck. So that's a little bit light, but the average CMC of the deck is like 2.6.
0: So it's like, it's fine. Yeah, it's it's a good number. We also have a Swiftfoot Boots. Everybody knows Swiftfoot Boots. Uh, We have a Scarab of the Unseen.
1: Yeah, I had to read this one. This is an Alliance special. So this is a two-drop that you can sacrifice to return all enchantments on target permanent you own to their owner's hand, then draw a card. It's pretty good. So if if your rain's going to eat it and you can't protect her or swerve or misdirect anything, you just bounce all the enchantments and just let her die. Yeah, and draw a card. And you draw a card, yeah. So this is this is kind of like g- get all my enchantments back, draw a card. It's like draw four, draw five, however many enchantments there are, right? It's a cool escape button. I dig that. Yeah. How about a ring of Evo's Isles? Yeah. Equipped creature gets hexproof until end of turn if you pay two. So that's an activated ability. Okay. At the beginning of your upkeep, put a plus one counter on equipped creature if it's blue, and it will be. And it equips for one. Costs two. it's that's okay. Those those rings are okay. Yeah, they give a bonus, like a long term bonus of counters, and then some other ability. Oh, a Helm of the Gods. Equipped creature gets plus one, plus one for each enchantment you control. So this <laughs> was from M, or this was from Magic or- Origins. Yeah, yeah, and maybe it was originally in Theros. I don't know, but yeah,
0: definitely. From- its blessings are as numerous as the stars of Nyx. So it's from Theros, but I don't think it's actually from Theros. Oh, okay, I okay,
1: I get you. Well, any new players out there, this card does exist if you want to build that Enchantress deck because you got a bunch of new stuff this week. Yeah. Okay. How about an Imperial Plate. Oh, baby. Plus one, plus one for each card in your hand. Nah. Yeah, so two to cast, two to equip. All these two-drop equipments, hey? How about Crystal Chimes? This is one. We haven't seen this for a while, hey? Yeah. Three-drop. Pay three, tap, sack, crystal chimes, return all enchantment cards from your graveyard to your hand. This is colorless replenish that isn't quite as good.
0: That's exchange replenish.
1: Yeah, I think we we get benefits from casting enchantments, so I'm, maybe? I don't know, maybe I'm making that up, but... If that's the case, then this mm. card is fine. Sure, uh, Black Blade Reforged. Oh, plus one, plus one for each land you control. It's something tells me that this deck wants to play the long game. So if you sandbag this until you have an opening with your commander, you just go, you just go two to cast, three to equip on a legendary creature, die. Like give my guy plus ten, plus ten.
0: Yeah, yeah, get I you like in that. There.
1: Last artifact, we have Bident of Thassa. Yeah, this is kind of the last artifact. It's also an enchantment. It is blue, blue, two. Whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, you may draw a card, which is coastal piracy, right? Yep, which we're also playing. Yes, and it also is blue, one, tap. Creatures you control, creatures your opponents control, attack this turn, if able. So you're, you're goading them, kind of, hey? Yeah. They can attack anybody, The point is, they'll be tapped, yeah, and then we just crash in.
0: It's a really painful way to give your creatures unblockable.
1: Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, if we've got lots of big blockers, maybe they won't attack us. You know what I mean? Like, write a replication, make a wall of huge dudes, and then we'll just wait around the table until we see somebody that, like, post-combat or pre-combat main phase, they don't cast a creature, so they're like, ooh, I'll... I'll I'll goad you so all of your things are going to be tapped. Then you have your opening, right? Sure. That's speaking of artifact enchantments. Let's talk some enchantments. Yes, this is the this
0: is the the the, the bread and butter. Yes, the meat and potatoes. The Sonny and share.
1: The lube.
0: Oh. <laughs> speaking of old famous couples, one of whom is dead. The lube, gross.
1: I don't <laughs> even know. I do. L- moving on.
0: Moving right along. This is the card that I friggin love. I never play it, but I get happy every time somebody else
1: plays it. It's vanishing. That's right. Blue to cast. Enchanted creature gets an activated ability that says blue blue. Enchanted creature phases out. So cool. You th- you 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 essentially remove it from the game, but it keeps all its enchantments if its token it stays alive. The point is, it goes away at instant speed, and it's like you're Tef tef protectioning one creature.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I like it. And you can use it to protect your thing, or you can use it to make sure that their big scary thing never attacks you.
1: Oh, yeah, you can (laughs) put it on somebody else's creature.
0: Oh, nice Ulamog, bud. And they go, oh, damn it. And they can only attack somebody else with it. Yes. I dig that. I like that card a lot. I really like it.
1: Next up, we have Treachery. Oh, yeah, expensive card. You control enchanted creature for five mana. Oh, wait. Also, <laughs> untap five lands. So you control <laughs> enchanted creature for free. Whoa. We're playing at least one land that gives us more than one mana. Yeah. So if you can untap that, you're you're gaining mana when you cast this. Those cards were so fair. Remember those cards? Oh yeah, they're the totally. Peregrine fair. Drake and Cloud of Fairy Snap. Rewind. Yep. Palancron. Great whale. <laughs> Is there more of them? I think that's all <laughs> of them. That? Zakama Primal Calamity? (laughs) (laughs) Not from the same cycle, but yes. They printed one more of those sins, and look what happened. Yeah, like 20 years later, we got one of them. And they were like, hey, nobody can cast this at nine mana, right? Oh, yeah, wait, it's a CEDH deck, because you just make infinite mana in Naya. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next up, we have a search for Azkanta. Ooh, at the beginning of your upkeep, look at the top card of your library you may put it into your graveyard then if you have seven or more cards in your graveyard you may transform search for as and it transforms into one of those really nice looking lands
0: as yeah, the sunken ruin it taps for a blue or blue to tap it look at the top four cards of your library you can reveal a non-creature non-land card from among them put it into your hand put the rest on the bottom
1: that's kind of like a card draw land right it, it lets you do what what narset does yeah. It's good. Let's see. It's a good card. I like that one. Uh, next we have a Ristic Study.
0: Everybody knows Ristic Study. We have a Propaganda. Everybody knows Propaganda. And then we have a Pemmin's Aura. We've talked about this card before.
1: Yeah. Enchanted Creature becomes a mini Morphling. So this is blue, blue, one. And Enchanted Creature gets all of these abilities. Blue, untap it. Blue, gains flying. Blue, gains shroud or colorless. Gets plus one, minus one, or minus one, plus one.
0: So cool. Ooh, yeah. yeah Lots
1: and- of combos with that card, hey? Because you yeah. can untap the creature for blue.
0: Yeah. Morphling yeah. used to outfight whole armies back in the day, and it's still a good-ass card. All right, we're an Octopus Umbra.
1: Enchanted Creature becomes 8-8 eight, eight, and Totem Armor, which means if it would die, you destroy the enchantment instead of the creature. And it turns the creature into an 8-8. Eight, eight. Yeah. Wow. I get it. Octopus, eight arms, eight power, eight, yeah. Sure.
0: Uh, we have a Mister Cremora. Everybody knows Mister Kramora. Yeah,
1: we got a Mirror Maid. Ooh, yeah! Enters the battlefield as a copy of an artifact or enchantment on the battlefield. Like that card, lots. yeah. Which, which is like copy enchantment is an old card that has not seen the light of day for seven thousand years. It Might can. be a reserve list card. Might uh. be. I don't. I don't remember. But the point is, it's expensive, and for one extra mana, we also have the opportunity on the same card to copy an artifact.
0: Very cool. Yeah.
1: Uh, Leyland of Anticipation. Gives your stuff uh, flash, and you can start the game with it in in the battlefield. Pre-game effects, if if you will. If it's in your opening hand. Yeah. Uh, Infiltrator's Mage Mark. What the heck? Okay. This is a weird card. It's an enchant creature for blue two. I've never seen this one before. Let's see here. Creatures you control that are enchanted get plus one, plus one, and can't be blocked except by creatures with Defender. They can't be blocked except by walls. <laughs> I nah. get it. Because they can't
0: go through walls, but they can slip past you. Somebody yesterday played Invisibility and it did the same thing. Kind of. And I was like, well, being invisible, you can just like go around the garden through the door and the wall. The yeah. wall doesn't stop you. You're invisible. Yeah. Invisibility is the ultimate thing. You ever seen Hollow Man? Yeah. You can't You can't go through doors and walls, though, right? Like, you Just can't. open the door. Well, then they see it. the door open. But then it's like, oh, it's the wind. They always say that. People in movies are stupid, Ryan. People in movies are always stupid.
1: <laughs> Let's go hide in the shed with all the chainsaws.
0: Exactly. They'll yep. never find us there. I'll run up the stairs and hide under the bed. Nobody look for me there. And they're dead. Yeah, saws the bed in half.
1: <sighs> Imprisoned in the moon. That turns somebody's creature into a... What is it? A, a waste. A waste. Yeah, not a not a creature land. Just a land. Just a waste. That's a good one, hey? That is pretty good. Yeah, I wish that one wasn't as expensive. I only have one copy. I should buy like ten more. (laughs) (laughs) I like the picture on Flooded Shoreline. Yeah, Blue Blue for an Enchantee, and it has Blue Blue return two islands you control to your owner's hand. Okay, return target creature to its owner's hand. Uh, So Blue Blue, and then we got to bounce those two islands. I
0: don't know to boomerang
1: something. It's an enchantment, which which matters. Sure. And it lets us always have island drops as if we cared about landfall, but we don't.
0: Yeah, we super don't.
1: Um, Repeatable boomerang? Sure. I mean, it gets
0: cards in your hand for that uh, equipment that cares about cards in your hand. Oh, yeah. That's a thing. Hey,
1: I like that. Bounce everything, including all my own creatures and all my own lands. Give my guy plus 10, plus 10. Yeah. Die. Die. To... If you have an opening, right? Yeah. Sometimes some... in Voltron, I, I think that's the lesson of the day. Sometimes you just got to go for it, right? Yeah. Sometimes your dude just has to be big enough to kill somebody. Yeah. Float two blue so in case they have a removal spell, you can misdirect it. Yeah. Well, I mean, or perm-
0: swerve it. permanence in play at the end of the game are the same as your life total at the end of the game, right? Like, who cares if you have nothing in play as long as if the game's over and you've won? Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: All right. How about Estrid's invocation? Oh, Yeah. Okay, you can have it enter the battlefield as a copy of any enchantment you control. Except it gains at the beginning of your upkeep, you may exile this enchantment. If you do, return it to the battlefield under its owner's control. So it's just like continuously enters the battlefield as a copy of whatever enchantment you want. It's copy enchantment, but like resettable. Yeah, which is valuable. We're talking about enchantments.
0: We're talking about Enchantress and Voltron. Of course, we're playing Eldrazi Conscription.
1: Oh yeah, plus 10, Annihilator 2, Tramp get wrecked yeah right like this is this is it this is the thing that you put on your commander to kill somebody if you're playing a voltron deck
0: and you're not playing this card go trade for one right now because your deck is better now because yeah, it an, it, is in it.
1: yeah it was an ultimate master so the price is down to like six bucks
0: yeah it's not super unattainable you can trade something for it just yeah. trade your trade your nix lands for it oh
1: yeah there it is easy enough we got an elumbra Plus one, plus one, totem armor. Drake Umbra. Plus three, plus three, flying and totem armor. Curator's Ward. Enchanted Permanent. So you can enchant whatever you want with this. Neat. Which is unique. Enchanted Permanent has hex proof. And when Enchanted Permanent leaves a battlefield, if it was historic, draw two cards. Ooh. Ooh so if we enchant our Commandee, it would be legendary. It would be historic. Right? We could enchant a legendary equipment, of which we have at least one in the Blackblade Reforge. We could enchant our Th- Bident of Thassa, also- or our Thassa God of the Sea.
0: Yeah, lots yeah. of stuff
1: you can do with that. That's neat.
0: We have a copy enchantment.
1: That copies an enchantment.
0: We have Coastal Piracy. We talked about that already. We have Betrayal.
1: Ooh, enchant only on a creature an opponent controls. If enchanted creature becomes tapped, we draw a card. So that's kind of like if you attack with this creature, we get to draw a card.
0: Yeah. Or you put it on their door. and they tap it for mana and you draw a card? Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about Oromancer's Guise? I like this one.
1: Ooh. Enchant Creech, plus two, plus two for each aura attached to it. And it has Vig. I like that. Yeah, that's kind of like Ancestral Mask, but blue, right? Yes. Yeah. Actually, that's like just like Ancestral Mask, isn't
0: it? It is Ancestral Mask, except it's blue. I think.
1: Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Arcanum wings. Enchanted creature has flying and it has Aura Swap Blue Two. So Aura Swap Blue Two means you pay blue two and you can exchange this aura with an aura card in your hand.
0: Why pay eight for Eldrazi <laughs> conscription when you could pay three at instant speed oh. after they haven't blocked your <laughs> shit like
1: <laughs> uh, take one? Just kidding. Yo. Take eleven. <laughs> Now, you do miss the Annihilator triggers when you attack, no block, and then put put it in. You miss the Annihilator triggers, but... The, I it's mean, 11. They're taking 11. To just
0: take 11 is just way better.
1: How Again, about- find your opening, right? Find your opening, and they're like, oh, I guess I can take one more commander damage. Yeah, just kidding.
0: <laughs> Whoops.
1: Whoopsie. How about aqueous form? That is... enchanted creature can't be blocked, and whenever it attacks, you scry one. Dig it. Last one is Alexi's Cloak. This one is Flash, and Enchanted Creature can't be the target of spells or abilities. So it gives it Shroud. That's a weird, weird inc- one. To weird me. one. Yeah, yeah, Cause, yeah.
0: Because you can't target it either. So if you put it on the creature you're trying to make giant, it... Do you bounce you it can't. with like your... Do you bounce it with that... That's a lot of work to try and bounce it with that... Flooded Shoreline. I don't it think is. so. That's
1: a lot of work it's that. lots of work yeah I mean we're not playing lightning greaves we're playing swift boots right yeah because we don't want stuff to have shroud I think that I mean it's in there in a pinch where it's like your thing's gonna die when I'm attacking for lethal and it's like okay I just gotta give it shroud and now you're dead yeah I suppose yeah like imagine imagine a scenario you've got eight nine ten power commander or even like a medium case scenario five power commander that they just don't want to take five from. We've got a five-power commander that has Shroud now. That's not a terrible situation to be in. That's not awful. Right? You don't do it when it has zero enchantments on it.
0: Yeah. You don't just save... So- well, I guess you could save something with it, but...
1: Yeah, you... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, it's fine. And then, I don't know, was there any lands of note? Well, we've got the we've Nycthos Shrine to Nyx, which, of course, gives us... Blue equal to our devotion to blue. So if we can untap that with treachery, we can make a ton of mana for I don't know, maybe an Eldrazi conscription. Yeah. <laughs> we've got a we've got a Soldevi excavation enters the battlefield, sack a, an island, untapped island. Yeah, which is I mean fine, but it gives us blue one or it lets us scry. So yeah, we were talking about this one
0: off air, and like it's cool, but it doesn't put you up any mana in this deck. And, like, I don't know, it's pretty slow.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, it puts you up mana after you've activated it, like, twice or whatever. The point is, if you get it and you can untap it with treachery, it's going to net you mana, which sure. is good. We've got Tower of the Magistrate, which gives target creature protection from artifacts, which is good for our creature as long as it's not equipped.
0: Also great in Herobi.
1: Yeah, and if they've got artifacts or if they've got a creature that's equipped with artifacts, you just... Take them
0: off. Yeah, you can do lots of stuff with that card. It's a really good card. And it's it's dropped in price quite a bit, actually. I'm not sure why. You'd think as better equipment is getting printed, the price of that would go up. Uh, But it's come down from when I bought mine a little while ago. So, cool.
1: Yeah, that's it, I guess. That's the deck. That is the deck. Now... Little bit crunched for time, so you have time to, to edit. So I just wanted to get into a couple quick things. It's different, it's fun, it's unexpected, it's tricksy. You're not playing counter spells or rift, you're playing swerves, misdirections, willbenders, right? Oh, I like that a lot. Which is which is definitely a strength of the deck. And now I'm not sure because I don't have a whole ton of experience with non red Voltron decks. Is it linear or is it explosive? Do we kind of just tick up our, our commandy every turn or do we aim to control the game and and navigate the mid game and late game we just go like enchantment 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 kill you like what do we do
0: that's what i think i think that it's more the explosive kind of misdirect the game get some value off of your commander and then just turn her into a house and just slap somebody down with her or just come out of nowhere and just take out that last guy
1: that's it and you know what i i like this for for a twitter question as well how do people out in CCO Nation do their Voltron? Do they, do they do it linearly and just like hit you for four, hit you for six, hit you for 10, hit you for 10, like or whatever, like just chip away? Because we always say like 7, 11, and 21 are the Magic Voltron numbers. Yep. Do you go for 11 and 11 like I got yesterday from Feather? <laughs> <laughs> or do you just go to 21? Or do you chip, right? Like Yeah. I, I guess that's, that's the question, and that's what makes Voltron hard to to pilot, right? It makes it hard to pilot, it makes it kind of tricky to build, and it makes it even harder to play because people just they they see you coming. They see you coming. That's it, right? Now, that being said, this deck 325 bucks. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, we did have some expensive lands in there. We had Strip Mine, Nickthos, Snow-covered Islands for some reason at a buck 50 a pop, Teleria West, which is a tutor for a land. If you cut just those, and replace them with basics you're saving $100. So you could have this deck for just over 200 bucks. That's pretty good. And
0: this is a fun deck. This is cool. And these are these are those cool cards that like you're going to get them and you can if you decide oh
1: I'm done with this deck now, you can disperse everything yeah, in here you, to something else. You've got staples in here. You've got Blackblade Reforged, Biden to Thassa, Rite of Replication, like $6, $7, $8 cards, sure, but Commander Staples. Yeah, they're cards that go into
0: all sorts of decks, as long as there's blue
1: or land.
0: Well, Thought Vessel,
1: Soul Ring. You, you right? Like Thought Vessel's thirteen bucks, Soul Ring five bucks. That's mm-hmm. what's making this deck because everything we were saying before the show in Commander costs five or six bucks now. Dye. Right? Yeah, man. So that's the only reason this deck is like two hundred bucks if you exclude those few lands I was talking about. Let's do a quick spice calculator, just because this is a patron deck and and everybody likes to hear their their.
0: Spice rating.
1: Spice rating. That's right. Let's do it, man. I didn't count Tilaria West as a tutor because in this deck it only finds other land. That's fair. Yeah, and usually we don't count, like, the Kodama's reaches and the, yeah, the, the that'd be like, secure tribe elders as tutors, right? That'd be
0: like counting a fetch land as a tutor, and that's yeah. just ridiculous.
1: Yeah. So, one tutor, which is good for the spice calculator, popularity on edhrec.com. Oh, my God. 27 decks. Do you know how far down the list of popular blue commanders this is? If you watched the pre-show, we had to dig so far down into
0: the <laughs> hole we couldn't even find her. <laughs> yeah.
1: 61st most popular blue
0: comedy. Oh, that puts her right above Kira Great Glass Spinner and right below Zahid
1: Genie of the Lamp. Oh man. Never
0: even heard of that card. <laughs>
1: 266 converted mana cost 31 different cards in the stock list on edhrec.com. It's pretty good. Turns out there are other people who want to do some enchantments type stuff with this card and and we did see some crossover in the mana rocks of course. So you punch it all into the spice calculator. We're going to get a 48.5 spicy. I'm going to give it honorary spicy A because it's a patron deck and we love when we receive decks either via email or the preferred deck list channel on our Discord. But also because we're doing a new thing with blue, which is beating wholesale ass with a Voltron commandy that has 27 lists. (laughs) (laughs) Hells yeah. So, Ben, huge thank you for sending it in. He sent me a big, long kind of write up with it to explain the deck. He says, Aura Swap, Eldrazi, Conscription are like his, his his favorite play in the deck.
0: Oh, of course it is. <laughs> it's so it's, good. <laughs> it's my favorite play in the deck, too, and I've never even seen it. If that happened to me, I'd be like, oh, shit, that felt good. That's it.
1: So that's it for us this week. We are going to see everybody at the face-to-face Games open on February 1st. That's Saturday. That is a Saturday. EDH starts at noon, but we'll probably be there early. Like, we'll record here, and then we'll just, like...
0: Head on down there. Head you know.
1: on down. Hopefully, we don't have to go through like 17 hours of downtown traffic and bridge construction like last year. Oh, yeah, that was Remember bullshit.
0: That? Yeah. That was sucked. Maybe we'll have a reporter that's going to go report on something and they'll give us a... Last year was really busy because it was the Pride Parade also.
1: Oh, that's right. Same day. That's why Kyla couldn't drive us. Yeah. Because she had to like fist fight somebody for a parking spot downtown so she could go on the parade. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> All right. That's it. Well, final thought of the day. Remember, everybody, deck giveaway, $25 gift certificates for face-to-face games.com. Check out our Twitter for the couple questions we're going to ask. Final thought of the day, thank our glorious overlords. Final
0: thought of the day, I really like this deck. I like it both because it harkens back to a deck that I used to play, and I actually think that this might be more fun to pilot, because there's more lines for a Voltron deck that means a lot. And there's lots of little interesting ways that you can kind of mess with your opponents without playing counter spells, which are... They're fine, but they're not the most fun for somebody like me, and I assume for some other people out there too, especially this guy who doesn't play counter spells, probably because he doesn't like them. So those are my thoughts on the deck. I want to thank you on behalf of myself and Ryan for being here. We appreciate you listening every week or every other week when you just try to catch up on the ones that you missed. Remember to check out our YouTube, we're CCO Podcast, we're CCO Podcast and CCO Brando on Twitter and out.net. You can see some of the lists and all the other stuff that we're up to, both in personal and magical lives on there, if you want to keep up with any of that stuff. Again, we really appreciate you being here, and we appreciate face-to-facegames.com for keeping us here. They are Canada's biggest magic store. So check us out. We're going to be back next week with another new way to play blue on a new episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!